Kane is in the building. I'm my man Marcellus Wiley call him. You really want Melancholy Cutler to come in? Shoot, Martin Lawrence in the 90s. What? He was going crazy. Mike Tyson. All his tweets would have been in rhymes. Eddie Murphy would have been great to follow back in the 80s. Ooh. Richard Pryor. That's some good luck, man. Must be nice to just lose $10 yeah. million dollars in two years. And Rudy Gobert is going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but hell with that. We're not Raptors fans. We could care less if they win or not. LeBrontosaurus. What are you doing? No one in the world can tell me the Indiana Pacers are better than the Toronto Raptors. I'm just saying. And Dwayne Casey, you are supposed to be coach of the year. Let's talk about Drake for a minute. Drake, I have never been so disappointed in one seed. To be called LeBronto because it's not the Dallas Cowboys. Unless it's the, it's the Raiders. It it's the Raiders. It don't matter. We still like sticking it to Al Davis. Oh, that was dope. Welcome to BSS Carolinas on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. Now on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Join me in the studio as always is my cohort, my buddy, my best friend. It is B3, Exponent. Brother from another mother, That's live right. from the beautiful new campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is beautiful. Uh, 1-800-TV-RADIO Sorry, I got lost in the moment 1-800-TV-RADIO Schedule your tour and You know, a little hard work You can do what we do You can put your own show together, man And uh, do whatever, man Chase that dream Absolutely Love life Live, love life Live sports, love life That's right, man (laughs) We need some loving sports right now Going on in this world So but yeah, definitely. Uh, let me see. What's the other one? Oh, sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting. We put the attitude in broadcasting. The new ABC, the old ABC, the only one that matters. The only one for 2018 and beyond. If you do want to get in on the fun this morning, 919-943-2044. We're happy to take all your questions, man. Put you out there. Love to talk to you guys. Love to hear from you. Absolutely. And once again, we are live on Facebook this morning. Hopefully. Hopefully. How's the Facebook stream at 8, 9? What time Very is good. it? Like 10, 10 in the morning? 10 almost. But uh, we're on Facebook live this morning. So you got any questions or anything you want to talk about? Yeah, send us a message or, you know, like I said, call, call 919-943-2044. Standard rates apply. That's right. Absolutely. All right. We got a great show today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got a little bit, uh, mostly football. We do need to talk about basketball a little bit. The Hornets preseason. The preseason kicked off last night. Love the NBA is back. The Hornets and the Celtics from the Dean Dome. Um, the seeds look strong. They're, they're starting five together. Look strong. Celtics are going to be hard to beat. The Celtics are going to win 65-plus games, and especially in the Eastern Conference. You they, to, they should win almost 70. I believe that. <laughs> I, I think 70 is, 70 is definitely feasible for that team because you're only going to see the Warriors twice. You're going to see the Rockets twice. There's nobody really in the East that I think can compete with Boston. 
Boston, Boston, if they lose more than 15 games, I'll be really really surprised this season. And in with the regular that, season. With that coach, they shouldn't lose that many. And Kyrie Irving is going to be an MVP candidate. Don't be surprised if Kyrie Irving wins the MVP award. I know LeBron got a lot of steam because he went to the Lakers. And the Lakers going to make the playoffs and probably be a top four seed. And it's L.A. And he's playing in the Western Conference. But if Kyrie stays healthy, watch out for Kyrie. I'm telling you. You see, I, as much as I want to give Kyrie, I don't know if it's going to be Kyrie or Gordon this year. Well, I, I'm leaning towards Mr. Tatum. I like Jason Tatum, too. Step. Um, he's definitely going to take a step. But, you know, Kyrie's going to be handling the ball most of the time, making the decision-making. And late in the shot clock, who you want taking a shot And he's going to get the love. He's going to – and who in late in the clock? Come on now. What he's gonna get love. I mean, come Kyrie on, Irving late in the clock, late in games. We Uncle know he's gonna get love, and he's clutch. He's clutch. Game seven, less than a minute left in the game. You know what he's do? You know what he does? You want a dark horse to win MVP this year? I'm telling you, Jason Tatum. I, I think he can definitely be in line for most improved player. Most definitely most improved. But with Gordon Hayward back, you know Gordon Hayward's getting love. From he's gonna pretty. he's gonna lose some of his touches. They gotta reblend and refigure out what's gonna be what what the fourth quarter lineup's gonna look like. Because you still got Marcus Smart, you still got Terry Rozier. Those guys are gonna play. You still got Baines. You still got the Morris guy. So it's it's a lot of moving parts in Boston now. You see the one guy that somebody left out in the cold. I think it's gonna be Jalen Brown. I think so too. I think they're gonna look to move Jalen Brown. They're gonna have to move some one or two of these pieces because they can't pay everybody. Right. Now you right. back to the game. To the game. Did you see anything from the, your Hornets last night that made you feel positive about this season? That some kind of belief that they'll make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Well, I, get, I do got to say I saw the highlight of the dunk last night. Now, yeah. Miles Bridges throws down a nasty putback slam. This kid is an athletic freak. We know this. We know this. Jamie Lamb led us in scoring. And, I mean, it's the preseason. Sorry, Saint- I was scared wins last night. <laughs> oh, no. You're good. Uh, I didn't catch much of the game either. Um, I did see the highlights, too. That's why I was asking you, hoping that you did catch the game. <laughs> you could give me some feedback. But, I mean, if you just look at our roster, we didn't really add anything to stand out. We picked back up Biz Mac-Biombo. This is the biggest thing we did. Exactly. And Tony Parker is a 15-minute-a-night guy. Just the backup to help. I hope try but to run the offense. I, I wouldn't be surprised him and Kimbo on the court most of the time. But we need Monk to play. We need Bacon to play. I we agree. need these young guys to play. I agree. But when you got and I kind of unlike Clifford who didn't play any young guys, I think you kind of have to play Parker a little bit more, especially start the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe towards the end of season or halfway through the season. You play Monk. I want Monk and Bacon to play it. Let me say that first. But I think to help with the system that he wants installed, he's probably going to play more, you think, early on in the season. I think we need to blend the young youth with the veterans. I agree. You shouldn't have an all-veteran starting lineup. No, you shouldn't. Nick Batum and MKG on the bench. Let's start Monk. For the love of God. Let's start Monk. 
for the love of God, Marvin Williams, MKG, and Patoom should be off the bench. Off the bench. Let's have that veteran presence come off the bench. They can run the offense. And Nick Batum will feel more comfortable against second-string guys instead of having the pressure of, I got to score 20-plus against first-string top-notch guys. I think that would be a better blend. And let yeah. Monk and Bacon and Bridges and these young athletes Girl. that get up in them, down the court with Kimba, let them play and start the game. Have that energy going right. because, you know, a lot a lot of times last year, the Hornets' big problem when they started games was they had no energy. They fell behind early. And then they were playing catch-up for the well, rest of the game. No, the Hornets' problem last year was Steve Clifford playing yeah. Marvin Williams, <laughs> Nicholas Batum, and MKG. The three people on the team who can't play defense and can't play offense. Now, you had some nights, Marvin Williams, 25, 30 points. But four or five games in a row, he wouldn't put up but five. Yep. Because he's an old man. And he's, he's more of a specialist now. He's a, a spot-up three guy. Maybe take it to the rim every once in a while, man. We got It's got to be about this youth movement. Let's play the youth. Let's play the veterans off the bench. Let's see what we can do as a team. I mean, this team has the potential of winning 40 games. Well, 40, since we're talking games. about it, Hornets opened up training camp. What to expect from Hornets this year with the new coach? I think it's going to be a learning curve. I wouldn't be surprised if we miss the playoffs. Because, I mean, if you look at the East, Boston, Philly, Toronto, Milwaukee, Indiana, um, Detroit, Miami, Washington. Uh, especially if Miami ends up with uh, Butler. With Butler. Even if they don't end up with Butler, if Whiteside stays healthy, they bring Dion um, Waiters back off his ankle surgery. Uh, Chicago, Lori Market is out a six, six eight, eight weeks. So I don't know how much that's on her. Him, which because really uh, I think I think they had a chance to be in the playoffs. Brooklyn's got a chance to be in the playoffs. I they mean, don't sleep on of, Brooklyn. They got a lot of talent. Their team uh, was. They don't score. forget the Cavs. The right. Cavs, yes, lost LeBron, but, but they had Colin Sexton and he's a nice Kevin, young guard. Kevin Love's going to be an MVP candidate this year because he's gonna score again. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's going to be a 25 if, to 10 if guy. If he stays healthy. Yeah, if he stays healthy. Uh, Detroit, Indiana, you talk about Miami. Well, you said Milwaukee. New York's going to be out this year. Uh, New York's. New York. Washington. You say Washington. Oh, I said Washington. So, I mean, because uh, those teams, that's eight, nine teams we named yeah. before we named the Hornets. So, get, making the Eastern Conference playoffs is going to be tough because Detroit, Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond this second season, hopefully we were a healthy Reggie Jackson all year. And um, Luke Kennard coming up, Stanley Johnson Brink coming into his third year. They got a little talent in Detroit. They, they should make the playoffs. Um, I'm sure those first five teams I named are going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So, can the Hornets find one of those last three seeds between Detroit, Miami, and us in Washington, we didn't maybe. last year. We didn't last year, and I don't see anything that's gonna that says we're gonna do it this year. I think it's a learning process this year. We need to temper expectations. The problem is, is Jeremy Lamb is in last year. Here's contract. Is he going to play more to grow? He has grown a lot, but do we count on him as the second best player in this franchise? Last year, he was second leading scorer. Is he going to be that this year? And how much do we play him? Because do you play him over Monk? 
I got into this argument with guy on Twitter about it. If you why are we, we know what Jeremy Lamb is, we know what Jeremy Lamb is going to be. All right, mm-hmm. he's not going to be a superstar. Never, never, never. So not why a, would you play him more than Malik? Why Monk? do we want to continue working with Jeremy Lamb? Right. Jeremy Lamb needs to become the new Gennaro Pargo. We just hold him, and we put him in in emergency situations. The young guys got to play. We got to find out what we got with this youth. Right, because, I mean, to me, wouldn't you play Monk and Bacon more to see if they can take the next step right. to be – we don't need a okay player. We need a star, all right, to go with Kimba. We don't need an okay player. We need a star or a superstar. You know, BMB, Bacon, Monk, and Bridges. Those three need to play a ton this season. Right. And I I believe that Monk and Bacon's going to play a lot. I don't know how much, you know, Bridges are going to play. His energy, man, his athleticism, we we got to have him on the court. He has to play because this is. Just his energy and his athleticism is game-changing. His energy bringing. It's going to help the Hornets. Now, if he goes the way they did in San Antonio, the young guys will play. You know, they might not – like Deontay Murray, you know, Jonathan Simmons, when he was there, they played and they grew. So, hopefully that's what happens here. Yeah, Kyle Anderson. So, hopefully that's what they'll do here. We'll see. We will see. um, Super expectations, if they make the playoffs – Bless up, but I'm gonna I say I, don't expect it. I think I think six or seven seed they could get. They could and that, 45 wins. That, that's 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 cap cap. But I I'll I'll set it at I'll set the wins at 37. I think 37 is the number for the Hornets this year. I think they could win at least 30. I think 40, 45 in that range. That's definitely year. the cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some uh, other news. Now that we got Hornets out of the way already, uh, we'll get into more basketball news coming up. I just wanted to, while we were talking about it, let's go ahead. Uh, some hot sauce stories. Man, I, I'm going to tell you, Tiger Woods wins his first events 2013. Uh, thoughts? And is there anything like Tiger in contention golf? To me, not. Nothing. There's nothing like the gallery. The, I mean, just the following that Tiger brings. Um, his presence, his aura, man. You saw it. Rory started Sunday with Tiger. And Rory was like two shots back. But that Tiger pressure, playing with Tiger on Sunday, the gallery is go every hole. Go, Tiger! Tiger! And the hundreds of people that are just following him throws you out of your game. Rory McIlroy melted away, man, which we're not surprised because he does this a lot, but it felt like it was more because he was playing next to Tiger, and Tiger had a lead in a tournament, and it felt like 10, 15 years ago, Tiger. Like, oh, my God. This gallery, I can't beat Tiger on Sunday when he's got the lead. He, he's not going to choke this way. And he was this close for winning the FedEx Cup playoff, too, if he wouldn't have bogeyed those last two holes. But Tiger is the absolute man. Um, I, I hit he Rock up. second. I was like, Rock, do you, are you watching the gallery that's following Tiger? No, I was watching, trying to watch the game. <laughs> you know, which is funny. 
it is week three of NFL season, and people went to golf. All right, that tells you right there how the Tiger effect. NBC's ratings were up two hundred some percent. <laughs> you know, they. T- I I heard on other shows this week, especially Levitar. Is there another person that could change the needle in any sport? And the only one that they came up with was one, Tim Tebow, going after the fifty-six game hitting streak in baseball for the Mets. If Joe DiMaggio. Ever, if, well, no, if he does, I think he will at some point. He'll, he'll eventually make the big club. He, yeah, but he's not going to get fifty-six games. No, but I mean, honestly, is that I don't think there's another person in the world that you would turn the TV to stop everything you watch and great. And there was a lot of great games on the NFL last week. MJ, if you had MJ versus LeBron in a game, I don't think they would change the channel like they do Tiger. I mean, Tiger, Tigers, and it's golf, and golf is such a. Slow sport to watch, but when it's Tiger out there hitting them shots, man, sticking shots on the green, hitting within 15 feet of the uh, hole every time, just beautiful approach shots, beautiful he drives. Was he was killing it, man. And way to go, Tiger. Absolutely. Way to go. Congratulations, now, man. As a human being, you still kind of suck. <laughs> we we can't let go of the uh, arrest for the DWI on the on the pills and stuff, but as a golfer. Oh my gosh, As an man. all-time elite, iconic athlete like Tiger Woods, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Billy Jean King. I mean, he's up there with those those names. Absolutely. Um, Babe Ruth. Now the question is, does he catch Jack? No, he doesn't win nineteen. I. If he, I think he'll win at least one or two more. But to get to 19, he's 40, he'll be going on 44 this year. And the amount of talent that's in the on the golfing circle, I mean, Brooks Kepka isn't going anywhere. Um, Jordan Spieth can show up and get hot on you, Rory can show up and still get hot on you. Jason Day can win tournaments. The new number one golfer in the world, Justin Rose, who just it's like they just washed away him winning the FedEx Cup playoff and <laughs> being number one in the world. They just kind of brushed that under for Tiger. But, but dude, dude, nineteen is it's gonna be tough. Man. I don't think it matters who's around him. It's not if we've not learned one thing about Tiger Woods watching Tiger. It doesn't matter about other people. If he plays the way he should play, he's untouchable. I, I, there's nobody that can touch Tiger if he's on his game. And the way he played at the Tour Championship, nobody was touching him. No, nah, no. Nah. And we knew that. It was over. Game, set, match. It was like watching MJ in the finals. You know you ain't got a chance. MJ was going to put you away. But when you know you know how Tiger's rounds are going to go, depending on his first two days. Right. If he's in the mix, if he's – Near the lead or has the lead, he has a chance to put you away. Yeah, if he's he puts, he's gonna put you away. If he's several shots back, he seems to get hot on Saturday and Sunday and gets in contention, but he won't win it. He need we so, but I, the real proof will be the Masters next year. Yeah, when if he, he wins the Masters, if he wins the Masters, watch out. I, I'm just saying, if he wins the Masters by that, two or three strokes, three or four. He wins by three and four. Watch out. He'll, that may unlock. He'll start on a rhythm. It might unlock that 
major block that he's had for the last 11 years. And that's where these young players, you're talking about Spieth and other ones, won't have to be like, oh, crap. I better turn my game on. But we we know who shows up and plays well at Augusta, and those guys show up and play well at Augusta every year. So sure. it's going to be tough for Tiger. We'll it's going to be a really, really tough. All right, NFL players are fed up with NFL rule after Dolphin player tells he tears his ACL after trying to avoid putting right on quarterback. NFL also sent a video out how the rule works. <laughs> Thoughts? The, N- the NFL is crazy with this protect the quarterback rule. Oh, like Clay Matthews said, it's stupid. It's getting worse. Man. It's getting worse. Now, if it's a blatant illegal hit. Throw the damn flag. But if it's just a split second, quarterback just let the ball go. The defender is in the quarterback's chest, and he takes him to the ground. Y'all got to let that go, man. At that point, the defender can't all of a sudden stop his 260-pound self from taking the quarterback to the turf. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, it's crazy. You got to figure that out, man. You yeah, this, figure it out. this and, rule, man. And it's changing the outcome of games. It is absolutely affecting games. Defense does their job. They force the three and out. The hit on the quarterback is clean. And all of a sudden, here comes some dumb yellow flag from some dumb referee talking about personal foul, roughing the quarterback, illegal contact to the quarterback. Dude got tripped by his own player, kind of rolled around the quarterback's legs, going towards the quarterback's legs low, even though he got tripped by his own guy. Can't, why aren't they using instant replay? I, I agree 100%. Now, here's my other problem with this rule. You don't have to come up with a Cam Newton rule. You don't have to come up with a Cam Newton rule. Yeah. Because the guy is six foot five. linebacker's average height is 6'2". Okay, and you can say you'll probably disagree with me. That hit in Atlanta, the guy—I don't know what you're supposed to do with this guy. Are you supposed to? I mean, with the rule, it's getting worse because of Cam. If he gets touched, they're gonna throw a flag now. Now that hit, Cam was sliding down. Dude he was sliding. His no, he didn't. Long, he went after him. I didn't see him launch his head he, he at him. He launched at him. He, he didn't launch at him. He had four arms up. Well, you don't know what Cam's going to do. No, the helmet wasn't It wasn't a helmet. The helmet hit that he was going after. He did like this with his shoulder pads. So what are you supposed to do with Cam Newton? I mean, dude, I'm not hit him saying. like that. Dude, how are you supposed to hit him? He's sick to a five. We don't know if he's going to stand up and keep running or not. Um, defenders, you got to assume every quarterback that's coming at you is going to slide. But, I mean, dude, so you don't let Cam Newton just run around the field and score everything? No. It's, he's How gonna, are we going to tackle gonna, Cam Newton? You're going to set up the brace to tackle him, but don't pre-launch. Assume that he's going to slide. But he usually doesn't. He's been better at sliding. He's been better, but he still runs through the whole open field. I mean, I just – I don't know how NFL defenders are supposed to guard him anymore. And, I mean, that's a 50-50 flag. But those flags in the backfield for clean hits on the quarterback in the pocket, those are the ones right. that are the problem. No, those, they are. Those are the major Like, problems. for example, I was waiting on a flag to be thrown at Aaron Donald for throwing down Cousins. 
He threw him to the ground, and no flag came out. I thought there was going to be a flag um, for uh, one player. Minnesota defensive lineman got the golf, pushed him. Golf went down. It's like, uh-oh, here comes a flag. But they didn't throw. It. I guess they're trying to check up. But it's it's been it's been bad. It's man. been horrible. Third thirty seven roughing the passing penalties in three games. Now there was zero on Thursday night. So we'll see what happens this week. Because those defenses got minimum to no pressure. I think what we need, <laughs> yeah, that's true. What we need to do is let the referees call the games. All right, a referee should know what a roughing the passing penalty is. <clears throat> Without you trying to enforce it, they should know when somebody's throwing their body weight on somebody. Poor Clay Matthews, three weeks in a row, roughing the passing penalty. Just not getting any benefit of the doubt. No. None. None all at right. all. Uh, Moving on with NFL. Jimmy Butler wants to be traded. Uh, he wants to be traded to the Timberwolves, the Heat. Uh, does this, if he gets traded to the Heat, does this put the Heat over the top in the East? Is this the right move for the Wolves? Also, the Wolves signed Carl Anthony Towns to a Supermax contract. Well, um, what in the hell is going on in Minnesota? I don't know, man. They gave Wiggins all this money. They gave Towns all this money. And you got you got to. You know, you got to sell tickets. You can't let these guys get away. You so you got to give trade them the money. You got to sign them. And if it doesn't work, you know you can trade these guys. They're still young talent. Young talents that can get back stuff. Now, about Jimmy Butler wanting to leave, I mean, if Miami trades for him, they know. I mean, Pat Riley is – I know Pat Riley super confident. I bring you in. This is South Beach. We can get you to sign here long term. But the man said he wanted to play with either with the Clippers, the Nets, or the Knicks. Then so now, supposedly, he'll play for the Heat. Well, I mean, shoot. If Miami – We'll give up what Minnesota is looking for. And I think. What well, you don't give up, though? Minnesota told Philly they wanted Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler. And you <laughs> what can't you don't get in Miami? Whiteside? You're going to have to give up. Uh, Deion Waiters? They want to give up. Justice Winslow, yes, Winslow, will be part of it. Richardson, first round pick for next year, and probably a, another high pick the following year or a second round the following year to, make, to have it make sense because, you know, Jimmy Butler is. He's going to sign a Supermax deal this offseason, close to $200 million, $40 million a season. Richardson, Winslow are two good, still young, good pro- prospects. You don't want to take Goran Dragic back. You don't want that contract. Um, you, I, I just don't, I don't understand the Wiggins thing, man. I, I'm on the – ain't nobody will take him now. I mean, who wants Andrew Wiggins? It's been four or five years. He's not that good. And he ain't no heart. <laughs> I mean, his brother and Butler going all over it. So, you got you got what you got in Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah, they made the playoffs. They were happy to make the playoffs last year. But if you are Minnesota, you don't have to rush to trade Jimmy Jimmy Butler at all. Get what you want to get. Get your get a fair asking price. But it, I'm thinking, you don't if you Miami, you Richardson, Winslow. Young prospects across the board. First round pick for this coming up season. Second round for the following season, and some cash back if they have to. And go with that. And just go with that, man. And let Whiteside and Waiters and Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic figure it out. I just I don't know what I mean. It's just Butler. You go to Miami. 
I don't know how that really helps. L.A. Clippers makes a lot of sense to me. If he's going to get traded somewhere, go to L.A. because they got some young guys they could keep with you there. Mm-hmm. And then you know at some point you'll get Kawhi Leonard or somebody else to come join you in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kawhi ain't staying in Toronto, folks. No. Nah, nah. <laughs> he did laugh. Oh. <laughs> the worst laugh ever. The most heard laugh ever. But, yeah, he, he's not staying there. All right, uh, we'll take a break, come back. Uh, we will talk more in a NBA talk later, probably next show. We'll do a preview. We ain't going to start it this week. So that's our NBA talk you're probably here but for this week. Lakers Nuggets preseason 930 Sunday. That's right. Um, uh, Hornets first home game Tuesday preseason game. Nice. But we'll talk more local when we come back. Uh, you're listening to BSS Carolinas. You can catch this everywhere. Sports is life.